Welcome to Connecting Greeks, a streaming comedy show and podcast designed to explore and enhance Greek culture around the world. Join hosts Angelo, Adi, and Foti as they bring you fun and interesting guests from all walks of Greek life. Grab a cafedaki and join us. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us once again on the Connecting Greeks show. We have an amazing show today. I'm super excited about this one. When we find talented, cool, beautiful, uh, just so many words can describe this guest that we have today. Um, I, it just makes me so excited to be able to, wh- whoever doesn't know her, I'm sure many out there will know of her, but if you don't, get ready for a treat. She is amazing. She's so talented. I was listening to her music earlier. The video, oh my God, great video. But anyway, I'm not going to spoil too much. I'm going to pass it over to my co-host, Foti. And Foti, please introduce this wonderful guest we have today. Absolutely, Ari. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that beautiful introduction because I like it when you're excited because <laughs> when you're not excited, it's not going to be a good show. But the fact that you're you know, excited, sometimes be a great a show. A lot of people... A lot of people can tell when I'm really excited when I'm not, and I've noticed that in past episodes. But yes, thank God, I am super excited today because it's going to be a good one. And as uh, as connecting Greeks, obviously, our goal here is to bring Greeks together from all over the world who have special talents, who have big, who make big impacts. Um, and we're so proud that as Greeks from America, the fact that we're coming across so many other Greeks that are doing great things just makes us even more prouder, if that's the word to use, right? So without wasting any more time, uh, let's bring on to the show recording artist, songwriter, and just an amazing person, Evangelia. Evangelia, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Um, thank you for having me, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. I appreciate you guys. Uh, our pleasure, our <laughs> pleasure. You know, it's, it's great to see um, aspiring Greeks uh, in every field, and the fact that you're in you know the music industry and the fact that you have such a unique talent for singing and performing um obviously as greeks in our culture you know dancing and music is part of growing up and i'm sure you have plenty of experiences mm-hmm. as a youngster uh whether it was at home or with yayas and papudis at home or going to greek school or the greek parades or the greek dance groups we can go on and on and on i'm sure there must have been some impact growing up but what we wanted you to do for us is give us a little bit about your background, where you grew up, what part of Greece you're from, and so forth. Awesome. It's so nice to hear people say, list out all those things that I completely relate to, by the way. This is very refreshing to talk to you. Um, <clears throat> so I was born in New Jersey. My mom is Italian-American, which makes me a quarter Italian, the way that worked out. And my father is from the island of Crete in Greece, very proudly from Nomohanion uh, and Kanya. And um, basically a month after I was born, my parents took me to meet my father's family in Crete. And from then on, I basically spent my life going back and forth for significant amounts of time. Like sometimes it was even beyond just the summer, but it was always at least the entire summer to the point where I would leave school a few days early and like enter late too. I'd always miss anything that happened in the beginning of the year. Cause I was like, mm, I want to be in Greece. And my family was down for the, that education that we got being, you know, on the farm with Yaya is basically how things were for me. I, yeah, I lived with my Yaya, um, I was named after her and 
Um, a lot of my inspiration is from her and my experiences with her and um, yeah, my family in Greece. So Awesome. Uh, it's, it's so funny to hear you say like you spent the whole summers there and sometimes left school early and sometimes went late because that literally is like a mirror of like how I grew up as well. It, it, exact same thing. We're and so friends, Right. And all my friends are like, how, how are you doing that? And I was like, well, we got to go to Greece. Like it's not even a question. And we want to go as long as possible. And I'm like your parents are okay with this. Like my parents fully support this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they know I'll catch up. I did. Okay. I was fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never a problem. That, that, that's that's amazing. So um, you obviously were influenced by this type of upbringing, and uh, it sounds like your grandmother was a big influence. Um, is is did you learn any sort of like music from her, or was she just kind of inspirational in general? She was she was inspirational in general. Um, she ran the olive oil and things all the olive groves and the farm all on her own. She was widowed at like 40 and just was, oh, wow. was one of the strongest people I've ever met in my life period. And just so hardworking and determined. So just learning about work ethic from her in terms of whatever it was that I would do came from her. And then also she loved, loved critica, risitica, that really traditional music. And she was so, so, so proud that I loved it too. And that I loved, dancing and you know at a certain point she couldn't come to the panigiria anymore and she i would come home and she would say <laughs> you know like did you do your little tricks and stuff did you dance in the front did you make the family proud basically you know and i was like yeah yeah, yeah i sure did you know and uh, dedicated it to you and so yeah she was a big big influence and then also my father it was so important for him to keep us really close to the culture. I grew up with him being the um, cultural chairperson of the Pan-Cretan Association of America. So very proudly bringing over all sorts of cultural events um, to the United States to tour, not just in New Jersey, but go to all the different chapters around the country. So I've had musicians, theater people, you name it, staying at my house since I was younger and just being around all types of Greek culture and, and music and appreciation for it. So, That's so cool. Yeah. It just it sounds it sounds so cool to, to like hear you describe that because I can almost picture it in my head. And that's very cool about your dad. I I, I don't know if Oops. has he ever uh, come to Boston for any of the Cretan stuff? Because I think we have a pretty big population here. I'm right? sure we did. I've even been to like I was involved in the Pan Cretan youth. Um, and I still, I still am as much as possible, but I remember going up to a convention up in, I think it was Springfield is where the yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, if I remember correctly. So yeah, yeah, definitely just very in touch and very proud and uh, appreciating of the importance of keeping our culture close. Cause it's hard, you know, here in the U S um, you're around so many different cultures and that's amazing. It's something I absolutely love about living here is the exposure to all of that. But in that, you also have to work a little bit harder to keep what's close to you so true. close and then and also sharing it with people. So I, I saw with other people that this is true. And I want to know with you, whenever there's a whenever your parents may be from different uh, cultural backgrounds, it always seems like the Greek is the dominant one. And your dad's Cretan. So that makes it like extra dominant. Do you find that that was the, the same thing in your upbringing? <laughs> yes. 
That was absolutely true. Um, but what I will say and give my mom credit for is that she loves the Greek culture and the Cretan culture, and she actually learned the language. So she can have a pretty full conversation in Greek, um, even better than some Greek Americans that I know. And she's not even, you know, by blood. Um, and she was all for us going to Greece and and fully supported. And, you know, with her, I think it was nice marrying into such a strong culture when she did um, because the Italian side had been kind of lost generationally. It was my great grandfather that came here. And unfortunately it was also a time when immigrants didn't want to, to keep their culture with their children because they didn't want their children to be harassed or bullied for, for it. So unfortunately that language and a lot of it was lost. And for me, I have to, go out of my way to connect with my Italian roots in a sense. Like I've taken, I've taken Italian because I wanted to, to learn it. And now I speak it, not the way I speak Greek or English, but um, I just had to try a little harder. So, um, but yeah, the, the Greek was definitely much more dominant and much closer, especially because my entire dad's immediate family is in Greece still, um, you know, so. That's really cool. And it's great to hear that your mom was so accepting of it. And, you know, it's better that she didn't fight it because she's not going to win against a Cretan, but the fact no. that she braced it, is, it makes it all the better. There was so, no so, so, so that, that's, that's such a great, great story about your, your younger days. So why don't you bring us a little bit more to the current? Um, how did you kind of get into music and how did that go from getting into it to actually making it like a career? Yeah. So it's been a journey. It's been a journey. In some ways it feels like some things have happened quickly, but if I really think about it, it's all been kind of brewing for many years of efforts and and things. Um, But I always wanted to be, it was always a dream of mine to be a singer. And I would, you know, draw in my journal, like, I want to be a singer. Like when they would ask me in third grade, what do you want to be? I'd be like, a singer. Um, (laughs) And then I started writing my own songs in high school and, and then um, in college, I went to Rutgers in New Jersey and I started doing any open mic that I could. I started hosting my own open mic nights and then I started kind of getting opportunities um, that kind of scared my dad at the time because he was (laughs) like, excuse me, um, this is a great hobby and I fully support the arts. However, keyword is hobby you know and uh (laughs) let's not get too crazy over here you gotta get your degree and and do what you gotta do get that check every month stable you know um whereas my mom the kind of more american side was like go for your dreams do what you want to do so there was kind of some like tension uh in in that area but i I followed this path of stability and I got my master's in elementary special ed, something that I loved and, and do still love. And honestly, if I wasn't doing music, the only other thing I could really see myself doing is being a teacher. I really, really liked it. Um, and so I taught for three years and after school, I spent every minute that I could doing music and going, I was teaching in New Jersey and going into like Brooklyn and New York and networking and writing songs and recording and rehearsing and putting on shows and doing things super independently. Um, And things were starting to brew. And my dad also started seeing how hard I was working 
and also seeing that, oh, this doesn't like sound bad. <laughs> you know, like it's kind of <laughs> kind of has something going for her here. And um, at the end of my third year, there were budget cuts in my district and I was laid off. I wasn't tenured yet. So me and a lot of the younger teachers lost our jobs. Um, and it was terrifying, but it also felt like a relief in a sense. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to choose to quit. To, yeah, like, maybe that was a blessing in disguise. see what happens like because I was wondering I got to a point where I was I remember looking at my classroom while my students were at lunch being like oh what if like what would happen if I gave music 100% but like will I ever know I want to know but I can't like leave this what am I going to do and then I was literally laid off the next day so I kind of went in with blind faith you know my mom was like go for it. This is your chance. And even my dad at that point saw how hard I was working. And I told him, you know, I have one life and I really want to do this. And he was like, all right, I support you. Give yourself a couple years and see what happens. And so I went in blind. And um, a couple months later, I met Jay Stolar, who is my life partner, non-Greek, um, but we, uh, we met and we fell in love and he's an incredible songwriter and producer. And for the first like few months of us dating, we were like, okay, we should not work together because that could be the end of everything and maybe not work, but there's just so much creative chemistry that it was just impossible at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And I was at a point where I will, I really needed to figure out what I was going to do and how I was going to make my mark in the music industry and have my own voice and my own sound. Because up until then I was kind of doing more just like guitar singer songwriter things. I wasn't really incorporating my Greek roots besides talking about it. I had, we kind of had this idea together of like, wait a second, Evangelia was like, you are always talking about Greece. You're always cooking Greek things. Like you're all, you've shown me this music. You're so proud. You love to dance. Like, we should do this. And we kind of had, we had the idea together of like, what happens if we try to blend both of my worlds? And what does that sound like? We had no idea and no idea if it would even work. Um, but yeah. So then I put together a Google doc with like links to some of my favorite Greek songs and instruments and all this stuff. And then we set up some sessions with some amazing producers and songwriters where I like went in I kind of like presented my culture and showed examples and talked about it. And then we would write, we wrote songs inspired by, by it so that we could have music that truly felt authentic to me because I also very much am a New York city, New Jersey, like American girl, but I'm also a girl from the and from Kriti who loves to go to Panigiria and dance and Buzutia and all of the above. And um, it was quite an experiment trying to find that balance. But once we found it, it just clicked. And for the first time, I was like, wow, I've really found something that feels so true to me. And then everything kind of followed. It was like, I was like, oh, my God, this whole time, all I had to be was myself. Like, that's (laughs) that's how did I not figure that out? But it took all that time to figure it out, you know? And uh, and Jay, not Greek, but plays Buzuki, so he's on all the tracks. <laughs> I was gonna say he uh, he has a bit of a resume too, so it's not like yes. you guys were just like starting this out. He 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 kind of knows what he's doing, 
Yes. And he probably has an, a good ear for it. And, and yeah. that, that makes a good combination for the yeah. two of you. Yeah. Even if he's not yeah. Greek, I mean, it, it, the talent is all you need. And you can make anything sound exactly the way you want it to. Yeah, and judging, judging from, uh, from the videos I've seen, I mean, I think you guys pretty much nailed it right on the head. I mean, I get right. such a uh, dance vibe, pop vibe uh greek vibe and not just like greek but like it has like kind of that that like, yeah outside of american sound and i love it it's it's great you guys are doing good stuff thank you <laughs> it's been so much fun and just really cool to see it come to life so i really appreciate that yeah so okay so so that led you up to to this becoming pretty much a career and um right. So now you are, you said you're living in LA. Did you move there for the career advancement? Yeah. So like you kind of have to be in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much everybody's out of New York and everybody's in LA. It also kind of worked out in the pandemic for us because it's a much better place to have been quarantined than in New York, in my humble opinion, because I don't like the winter. Um, so <laughs> I'm enjoying my time here in LA. But yeah. And basically once we had the sound then you know moved to LA to keep kind of cultivating it but then also wanted to really connect with Europe and um kind of break the sound out there and really connect to Greece and Greeks in the diaspora like you all um Mm -hmm. and I got very very fortunate and I signed my record deal with Sony Music out of Germany Mm -hmm. um in February 2020, just a couple weeks before the world shut down, you know, and I was just... Oh, uh, man. How different was, would that have been if it was delayed I a little know, bit? Oh, my God. I had all these plans for Bama Bama to go and, like, tour around in Greece and do radio stations and do all that. But you know what? It's all good. Everything. I'm very blessed that I was able to sign my record deal right before and kind of be comfortable and have that take that time in the pandemic to hone in even more on my art yeah. and what I have to do as things open up. Um, that, that's a good silver lining right there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And I have panic records in Greece. It's, it's all the different Sony, Sony affiliates in the different territories. Um, so it's just been really cool. I got some questions for you. Evangelia. Yeah. Growing, growing up um, you know, in the uh, American scene and also in the Greek scene, yeah. who were some of your uh, inspirations from musicians in the U.S. growing up that really inspired you as well? So I feel like you can't hear this in my music, (laughs) or maybe you can in terms of soul, Um, but I I loved, like, on the American side, like Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin and, like, that of music um, so much because it has so much soul and you could just feel so much just by one note that these people were singing. Um, Yeah. I just absolutely adore it. Um, And I think what I take from it, you know, you wouldn't necessarily like connect it to my music, but I think what I take from it as influence is just really feeling what I'm singing even mm-hmm. though I might not be singing crazy big notes like Aretha or anything, but they have everything be very true. Um, so yeah, on the American side, I would say that. And a, a lot of that came from my mom, actually. She loved that kind of music. 
cool. So, oh, wow. and uh, and on, on the Greek, Greek side, side, on the Greek side, I mean, uh, we had Vespina Van V bumping in the car all the time, that <laughs> album like in the early 2000s. <laughs> um, and then, of course, all sorts of Kritika from Gargan Raiki um, and Pulopulos. Uh, so many old, like Manos Loizos, Theodorakis, mm-hmm. all those like kind of classics, like take each different like kind of genre of, of Greek music. And sure. we definitely had it on some mix CD that my dad put together in the car. <laughs> but it, it sounds like the soul is it like, whether it's Greek or, or American, that soulful music is uh, something that, that touches you. Yeah, totally. Just something that feels honest and that feels real and moving um, is very inspiring to me. Yeah. So have you performed in Greece um, um, since um, the career kicked off? You know. No, not yet. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay. Um, I've been to Greece twice in the last five months, which has been amazing kind of makes up for the lost time that I couldn't go <laughs> in 2020. Um, but I went in July, I filmed a couple of music videos and stopped by again in September, um, working on some things that I can't quite reveal just yet. That's fine. But um, there will be a performance in Greece soon. Oh, very cool. But you'll let us know so that we can uh, let the audience know through yes. here. Yes. I will, I will let you know when I, I <laughs> but it's very exciting stuff yes i'm so excited how did you find the vibe to be in greece was the vibe uh, getting better was it um, still kind of in that unknown like what's going to happen when are we going to open up what, how are we going to get back to life well when i was there it was summer it was like i went in july and then i went also in september which i think would consider both of those kind of the still the summer tourist season so a lot was open. A lot was open and just kind of like mask, you know, mask in, in a store or something like that. But it felt very open and kind of free, especially like just walking around outdoors. You don't really need a mask for that anymore. Um, so it felt good. It felt like it felt like things were on their way and hopefully they continue to just keep getting better. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, because, they, you know, we, we, we talk to so many, like, artists, performers, different types of people that are in the business of a, have, being in front of an audience. And this whole last year is just, like, so much talent in front of us, and nobody could do what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, we're going to add you to that list because uh, such a great talent you have, and you should be in front of lots and lots and lots of people. And, of course, you could do it virtually, but... Getting that live, <laughs> especially somebody who, who who feels the music and the soul of it. Like you are the type of person that should be in front of an audience. Like you got to get back out there. And I hope that happens sooner than later. <laughs> I yeah. Oh, I can't wait to do it in front of like actual real human beings um, <laughs> and to like make eye contact. It's the best, yeah. you right. know. Get uh, the feet off of the crowd, you know. Yeah, it's the best. There's like, there's nothing like it. It's one of my favorite things. Um, just connecting with an audience. It's the best. What about Evangelia? Can you tell us a little bit about your two hits that we love listening to? Fotia and Pame Pame? Yeah. 
Um, so Fame Fame was the first song that I released. And it was one of the first, it was like one of the first songs also that just felt very like, guys, we did it. We found the perfect, we found the recipe. This is the sound and kind of one of the first songs presented. Um, and I actually shot the music video for Bame Bame in Kriti, in my Yeya's farmhouse. Oh, cool. And oh. also in the village of Palyohora, I threw a party, the Bame Bame party, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> that we filmed. Um, and I had my friend DJ it and play, obviously, like my songs to lip sync to, but I also had him play all types of music that I loved even uh, like everything so to like really it was like a real party and it was just family and friends in the village came and so if you watch that video those are like real people nobody's an actor it's just Jeffy um, which is what I wanted to show and I remember um, some of my younger friends that I was inviting are like oh my mom wants to come, but like I told her it's like a music video, like she can't come. I was like, no, dude, your mom can totally come. And so can your yeah, yeah. Like oh, bring gosh. them all. Like everybody's welcome here. Okay. It's a family affair. <laughs> um, so that was really, really fun. And then with uh Fotia, I love that song. Um, we wrote it the day after I signed my record deal in Germany, um, with this amazing producer and songwriter called Alexis Troy. And he happens to be half German, half Greek. And it was like, like such an amazing thing working also with somebody who like actually speaks Greek. Um, so co-writing with him was awesome. And, and Jay was there and Jay still played the, that Puzuki. And um, in that video, I wanted to kind of showcase Zebekikon, a somewhat like abstract way. Um, and so you'll see me kind of doing some of the Betico moves in that, <laughs> in that video. And it's kind of like a, if you know, you know, like if you're Greek, you know that move. If you're not, you're like, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. Uh, do you, do you find, um, that the Greek influence is helpful to, to pursue your career? Do you think it's, um, do you think it's something that, um, like, is important to you to portray those Greek roots or would you just like, if somebody said you can't do a Greek sound anymore, you're going to be straight pop. Like would that like completely like crush you or is that, it's something that you would like to do, but it's not something that you have to do. Mm, I, at this moment in time, I would say like, no way. I don't want to do that. Um, I want to continue on this path that I'm on because it's, Again, like I said, it feels the most true to who I am. Like there's two worlds living inside of me. And um, I kind of think, in, to be honest in my music, it's like, you know, sometimes there's a little bit more Greek influence or a little bit less or whatever. But I think just swimming around in, in this world is, is what makes sense for me right now. Because um, I actually have had somebody say like, oh, I don't know. Why don't you just do like, regular a regular like pop song or something and I was like why that's not me yeah. and like that's not gonna like who's gonna care <laughs> like who's gonna you know and, and, and I'm very like, I'm also, sorry I was, no, I was just gonna say that there's just there's a lot of that and you're you're unique and I think that's just very cool and I think that the I mean again I, I can't speak on behalf of younger audiences but it seems to me that 
you know, their, their, their exposure is so much, you know, internet, phones, everything is like right there, instantly accessible. So it's like you need something unique to break through. And I think that that's something very cool about what you're doing. It has that unique flavor, but it's familiar enough for anybody who's a pop fan or a dance music fan or, you know, but it has that little spice, that little flavor. You know, and I think it adds a lot to it. Seasonings, you know, it's not yeah. boring. Gotta make it tasty. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Thank, you. thank you. I appreciate that. And and it's it's true. And it's something like when I when it finally clicked, because not only did it just feel true to me, it was like, oh, this is like I have my thing now. Like this is a unique thing that it, it was almost like when when I was in the discovery period of figuring out, okay. What am I going to do? Because also like time was, time was a ticking and I, and I really wanted to make this work and not have to go back um, to the classroom without feeling like, okay, I really gave it a shot. And it just, um, it just clicked and made sense to go this route. So, um, and I was yeah, like, oh, this is it. Huh? Follow that intuition. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of us, um, we second guess things and we think about it, we overthink it, overanalyze, but if that feeling is there and you go with it, I've, we've seen so many successes because if you, you know, if you follow that feeling, usually most of the times, if not all the times, there's always uh, great outcomes. Yeah. 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 Just the guy. And, it, and it's also a long game too of, I, I think in, in a way what's, in some ways challenging about what I'm doing is that it doesn't really exist this genre in particular. Um, and I think it just is going to talk about it. Like with my, with my career that it's a, it's a marathon and not a sprint um, and, and really, and like recognizing that and have the patience to be okay with that and knowing that in the long run at all is for for the best um essentially and we're because we're definitely not following a trend we're just kind of doing our oh, own you, thing, I, you know I, I definitely, and there's a challenge I, in that because you have to wait a little bit but it's been really I, really amazing getting the response and you know people talking to people like you and as more and more people slowly like find out it's just felt so gratifying and and um just really amazing it gives me so much like hope and excitement for the future to come you know it is. It is absolutely unique. It, it, it is unique. Uh, we've talked to we've talked to like uh, pop singers who are Greek, but they only do straight like American pop. And then we've talked to pop singers who only do Greek. So so Greek people who do music are out there. But what you're doing, that there's such a like cool. I mean, everybody out there, you know, right now, just stop what you're doing. Actually, finish finish watching the interview and listening. <laughs> And then go to YouTube and like just watch her videos, listen to the songs. Like you will get such if you if you're sitting down after, well, yeah, I'll put what? money down that you won't be sitting down <laughs> because it just has such a catchy. It's it's so it's and and if you're Greek too, yeah. like you just get all the flavor. We would, have, it's, it's, we would have loved to have Evangelia back in the. Uh, you know, our days of Greek nights uh, and Greek nightclubs. Uh, uh, that'd be so fun. You would have, we, you yeah. would have been just game. We used to bring, bring singers to these, to, to these big Greek nights. And it was like just a blast. You would have, you would have been a uh, killer. 
That sounds so fun. On, on that note, Ari, we should bring him back. I was going to say, yeah. let's bring that back. We gotta bring it back. Um, yeah. Because there's definitely, quote unquote, more of us, obviously, because, you know, we're much older. So there's definitely a bigger, bigger audience. So we definitely need to, we, we got to work on that. Yeah, we, we absolutely yeah, should. Once it. things open up, we have to do it because it used to be so much fun. Just getting all the grease together, just getting that whole vibe in the building oh. and, and then having a live performer just like tearing it up. And, and again, like I watch your videos. I, I was scrolling through your Instagram as well. And I'm like, you would just kill it. You would just kill it. It would be so cool. Thank you. Oh, so that, that's the mission. The mission is we got to bring that back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's well, awesome. definitely. As you know, well, as um, Evangelia has mentioned, um, now that we've actually created a nice uh, relationship with Evangelia, we're definitely gonna bring you back constantly, if you know, without being too pushy, and would love for you to constantly hit <laughs> us releases, what have you. Um, but is there anything that you want to also include in this interview with us about anything in the near future, anything in the pipeline that you want, might want? Yeah. Well, there, there is something she said she can't mention, so we'll put that on the back burner until she can. But anything that you, if you can mention, yeah, let us well, know what's coming up. Um, well, another cool thing that has happened, um, and I think also as a result of the type of music that I make, is I am an official candidate to represent Greece or Cyprus in Eurovision. Oh. Um, so nothing's official. We just are crossing our fingers and we're just waiting right now. Um, but yeah, I was officially nominated by Panic Records and submitted um, three songs as options. And all of them have some traditional... You would be perfect for language. this. You know, and the truth is, I honestly, when I started this, I did not think about Eurovision. But if you do go into YouTube and look at the majority of the comments, they're all like, Eurovision, do Eurovision, do Eurovision. And I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe I'll do Eurovision, (laughs) you know, and it just kind of uh, came up. So, yeah, now I'm one of the candidates up to represent them, Um, but it's in the hands of Ert, basically. So... We'll see. So we'll it's, see what it's, not, it, it's not like a, a public voting thing. It's just a handful no. of like record execs that choose this. No, not record execs. It's a. Uh, it's like the TV. The, the, what's oh, it? it's like the national. It's like the public yeah. television. It's like a, they're, yeah, they're yeah, the yeah. Eurovision committee, and they kind of they choose who represents uh, Greece. It's been very interesting. How can we influence this? Like, we got to do some campaigns and, like, push people um, to, to get it, like, to, to, to convince these other people. Because, honestly, like, again, if you haven't seen it, like, watch her videos. Watch Foot Yacht. Like, they, I, that, that screams Eurovision to me now that you mentioned it. I didn't think about it before. But now that you mentioned it, it totally does. So, we'll see. I would really love to go this year. Um also, the fact that it's going to be held in Italy makes oh. me very excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh, a reason to use my Italian, you know, and uh, let's get that Italian vote, you know, because <laughs> the countries can't vote for each other either. Um, but, yeah, it would just be it would be such a dream. And, you know, just mm. to perform on, on that stage, you reach so many people and also the songs in different interviews, like specifically about Eurovision, a lot of people have asked me like, oh, like, what's your, 
you know, what did you do for the Eurovision song? And I'm like, honestly, I didn't really do anything different. I just wrote music for me, for my album, for future singles and chose what I thought would be the strongest three for Eurovision. Because if I go on that stage, I need to be myself and be my true artist self and kind of do a performance that I would do, whether it was on Eurovision or some other stage in a way, if that makes sense. Like I didn't try to write a song for Eurovision and put that kind of pressure on it. So I think all the songs feel very authentic and true. And as a result, the performance will come across that way. If right. I <laughs> Absolutely. So. I mean, we are definitely keeping our fingers crossed for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. That's kind of, you know, what's coming up. I, I do have a new single that'll be coming out sometime in November. I'll let you know. Yes. Um, and then a special surprise sometime in December, which I will let you know about. Awesome. And in the meantime, we just wait and see if Eurovision happens. That's going to definitely, you know. Sure. You're, uh, you're, you're, my plans for 2022. So. I mean, you, you get into Eurovision. I mean, that boosts you onto like the world stage. Like that's, that's pretty huge. That, that would be so cool. And, you know, we need it. We need a, a Greek to win. <laughs> I would love Always. to, win, you know, or do my, I'll do my best. I'll do my best, but it would be. Oh, it would be so. Cool. We'll, we'll definitely support yeah, I mean, you in every every step of the way. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it didn't happen, like there's absolutely no, uh, you know, stopping you. But if it does happen, that would be really cool. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I put it in my head. I'm like, you know what? Whatever's meant to be will be. Either way, I'm gonna continue on my path, and music will be released, and it's all gonna just keep but going. Just but, the yeah. fact, just the fact that you said that the the TV, whoever people have edited are the ones that choose it. It's like, okay, I, how how are they qualified to choose who's going to represent? I mean, shouldn't question. it be like voting or something? Oh, <laughs> uh, you got You got to change yeah. the politics in that one, buddy. I know, there's there's <laughs> a lot of politics that go into it. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I have a chance. There's also a chance I could go with Cyprus as well, which would be really really amazing. Um, and as I I also just think as like a uh, Hellenic Greek person growing up in the the U.S., like you just feel a connection to both Greece and Cyprus. And also like I feel like Kriti and Kipro, we just have like this understanding, these like strong island, proud nation. Like Kriti is kind of its own island nation too, you know? Uh, Yeah. So I would be honored either way, you know, to go for Greece or Cyprus. So I'm lucky that there's kind of two opportunities in a sense, and we'll just we'll see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. But whatever happens, happens. Well, yeah. This was uh, I don't know, Ari. I don't want to cut you off, but for you know, going into this after this amount of time with you, I mean, we're even more prouder and more amazed at who you are as a person and all your talents and skills um, and all your uh, endeavors. And we wish you much success in everything you do. But we always want to ask all of our guests on Connecting the Reach. We ask you some really fun questions before we wrap up the interview to get to know you even more as a, as a Greek. A Great. Greek all right. Um, and if you've seen our past episodes, uh, sometimes these throw our guests off, but they're very basic, simple questions <laughs> as a Greek. Um, okay. Can you tell us into our audience your yes. favorite and least favorite Greek food? Okay. Okay. Um, 
favorite, Colochis of Tedes. Least favorite, mm. um, Arni. Oh, ah, you're just like a lot of people I know. And you the can't do it. Is it <laughs> flavor, texture, taste? You know, I can't do gamey meat. I okay. can't do it. I especially can't do lamb. Like, thought, it's, I, I know thought, it's a sin. I know I it's a sin. I'm say, sorry. I thought you were going to say that, you know, looking into that little shoot's face is, is what gets you before you actually. It is. You know, I'm like, I grew up. These were my friends. And every <laughs> yeah. summer I come back, I'm like, where did he go? <laughs> All right, that's so uh, the the Golikuthu Kiftea. This was a first for us, I think, in our segment. And the Adni was a first on the least favorite in our segments, which is cool. We nice. like diversity. And you mentioned, you know, growing up um, with Yaya, growing up in the Horyo. Um, were there any sayings from your Yaya, your dad growing up, that still stick with you as being Greek? Any Greek sayings that maybe you remember that you want to share? Yes, um, my favorite one, it's kind of more a word than a saying, but kind of feels like a saying, but is a uh, meraki. The word meraki mm, okay. is like everything to me. I, It's part of what inspires me also every day. And it means to put so much soul and love and passion into your work that you mm. leave a part of yourself with it. And there's no direct translation in English. Like you have to describe it that way. But in Greek, it's just the word meraki. And what I love about it is that you not, it's not just for like art. It, it's kind of like you look at life like art, like my yaya would be like, it's all with meraki. You make the bed with meraki. You present your musafirides, the food with meraki. Like whatever you do, do it with love and wow. give a part of yourself to people. And I really, really love that so much. And I think about that with my music. I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Um... Out of all the sayings, you're the first to actually present that, but that's actually so deep in our Two for two. And you, you know what else is coincidental? I tried to get meraki.com as a domain name years ago, and somebody took it. So I think we should uh, we should join forces, find this person. got to get like, it. <laughs> and the last question for you, Evagilia, uh, is, you know, in our as Greeks in our culture, you know, we have some deep-rooted um, behaviors, and then we're also big into superstition. Uh, ah. as Is there any superstition, superstition that you still live by today? Yes. Um, I live by the mati. <laughs> you got to be protected um, at all times. I even have here, I have these little, like, mati pins that I give people that work with me. Oh, cool. Um, you know so I give people a little piece of me um, and also like this will protect you from the bad vibes no but uh, my yaya would um, do the prayer to take off the evil eye it's so weird to, it's like there's no like real way to talk about it in English it's like right. my chassis, you know right. take, take off the evil eye um, <laughs> because there were so many times in my life where I was just not feeling good and I wasn't sick and it was just this weird energy. And my yaya would do her thing, the prayer with a belt, with one of her belts that she would wrap around and she would like count it on her palami on her. What is this called? Palm. palm. Yeah. Thank you. With on her belt. palm. And it was like with the measurement of like how long the belt after the prayer and all the thing ended up on the palami. She could tell me how, um, Matias many I was how like bad I had it, and also if it was by a man or a woman. <laughs> what? Really? Wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, she 
she was good. Like she even said to me in the US, like in the US, I remember I was at like a Greek school thing function and all of a sudden I didn't feel good. And my dad, who doesn't like really like believe in that stuff, but he kind of believes in this because it's just we've just experienced it he went and called her and he was like mama but if nothing so much yes you know you have to get the evil eye off and all of a sudden i remember i was like i feel great all of a sudden this is weird and i didn't know so i'm all about it guys where are you if i get this this is this is interesting is your yaya still around no, unfortunately, okay. four we're, years. God bless. We're we we're gonna say that we'd love to interview her as a guest. Um, that's how she'd be amazing. Her. You'd have to speak that's some uh, heavy critica too. You know, she oh. she was like, "Ja daida, boy You know, they're all like super Cretan. I, yeah, I wish. It. I love that's it. That's something I wish. I wish I got more video. I wish. Yeah, I just wish I documented more. But it's all here, and we have some good things captured yeah just keep her memory oh. eternal and that's yes it. i mean that was great we got to know a little bit more about vangelia thanks to those three questions yeah, absolutely okay. yeah well, vangelia, we, it was su- it was such a, an honor to have you on the show you are such a talent you're doing great things and we hope you continue to do great things we are all gonna cross our fingers and do whatever we could do to send those vibes for Eurovision and for everything else that you do. We definitely want you to come back. Um, you know, we'll just kind of do like a series as much as we can to, to keep Let's up with what keep you're doing. Anytime you have a little hang. Yeah. This is really yeah. fun. And, and, yeah. And thank you so much. And we want to thank everybody out there for watching, listening. We're going to put all of Evangelia's uh, information, website, social media on the podcast, on the video. Um, so again, if you if you already know her, you know the deal. If you don't, check her out. It, it, she's doing such cool things, and she brings that Greek vibe, and it sounds so good. And we just we just love what you're doing, and we appreciate you being with us, and we appreciate everybody out there for watching and listening. And stay tuned for more Evangelia, and you're gonna be hearing great things from her. And that's it. We are out. Thank you, Thank Thank you, you everybody. So much. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was so Thank fun. Take care. Bye-bye.